Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Just Going With It. I would firstly just like to apologise that this episode is going up late. I have been trying my best to get them up on a Tuesday, but I basically had a bit of a COVID COVID scare at the start of the week, which I was just waiting for it to get me. Basically on Sunday I lost my taste and my smell and I started getting really headachey, so I hit like full panic mode and I booked a PCR test for the Monday because I had no lateral flow tests in the house. Booked in for a PCR test on Monday and they gave me like a box of lateral flows so I was like taking them all day on Monday and they were all coming back negative. Took them on Tuesday again all coming back negative but I'd heard of people like doing all the lateral flow tests and they were all coming back negative and then their PCR comes back positive. So I was like oh no see if my PCR comes back positive because I'm obviously going to London on Thursday so I was like oh no like I'm gonna have to cancel London and it was like my one thing that was getting me through the month. Luckily today my PCR came back negative as well so I'm not really too sure like what's happened. I'm guessing it's just been some bad virus because on Monday I was literally like floored like I slept the whole day and then Tuesday I was feeling like a bit better like still quite rubbish still couldn't taste anything and then today I've been feeling like a bit better like I managed to go out a walk and stuff today so I'm hoping that like it's just been some sort of virus cold thing and it's obviously not covid so that's why the episode was up late because I was literally floored on Sunday and Monday but we're back. A rundown of last week I went on another another date um with the same guy that I went on the date with on Friday. We actually went to watch the football together which was not a date that like I don't know like I feel like that's just such a like weird date to go on but I also loved it like it was such a like me date to go on because I'd been thinking of something to do and I was going to ask him to go bowling and then I was thinking to myself, I was like, I don't even like bowling. Like I'm literally just asking him for the sake of like seeing him again. And then he was like, oh, do you want to come to the pub and watch the football? And I was like, actually, like, yeah, I do. Like I actually do because I would have been watching the football in the house with my dad anyway. So I was like, yeah, I do. So I went on another date with him and then Wednesday I got my Invisalign fitted. I've got them out right now because they give me a belter of a lisp. My teeth are a wee bit sensitive and I've got them out now. Um, Like you know that way like if you've got sensitive teeth you'll know this feeling but it's almost like when the wind blows through them they get like they send a shiver down your spine. That's how my teeth feel like all the time when I've not got my Invisalign in. I got them fitted on Wednesday. I actually didn't think I would be like as nervous as I was. The nerves kind of kicked in as we were driving over because I kind of remembered that she said that we basically had to like sand the inside of one of my teeth. Something like 0.2 millimetres needed to come away from one of my teeth so as they had like room to move. And I was like pure panicking so I was like oh no that's going to feel horrible. Like it's going to send shivers down my spine. Like I'm going to hate it. But honestly it wasn't even that bad. Like it was over in like literally like two minutes and it was fine. Like the whole process. The whole process of getting the Invisalign fitted and everything was absolutely fine. So... Yeah, I got them fitted on Wednesday and then Wednesday night I met Sarah who I have not seen Sarah Casey for so long. Like, do you know that way like where you have that friend where you don't see them for months and then you see them and it's literally like you saw them yesterday and you just like you just end up having such a good catch up with them but because you've not saw them for so long but it still feels like you've seen them yesterday. That's literally like me and Sarah's friendship. Like I just love that girl so so much. Like she just makes me so happy. She's just so fun. I feel like when I think of Sarah, like I just think of like someone who's like proper like colourful and like bubbly. Like that's her like personality to me. Um I feel like that was quite cringe, but I'm such I'm such a simp for all my friends. Like I actually am. Like I'm just gonna say it, I'm such a simp for my pals. 
So I saw her on Wednesday. We'd planned to go to Sugo for our dinner and the queue, see the queue for Sugo? Like I've never seen this queue to go to be that long before. I'm not sure if it's because usually when you go to Sugo, you actually wait inside the restaurant, but obviously because of COVID, you needed to wait outside and the queue was just so long. So we swiftly patched that and we ended up going for a bag of mamas, which, because I got my Invisalign fitted, like obviously I would usually get like the standard katsu curry, which everyone gets, but the dentist, they basically said to me like avoid curry for the first 24 hours because like it will stain your teeth so I was like pure sitting there and I was like oh, I don't know what to get so I got like some of my beef teriyaki bowl it was actually quite nice um but the funny thing that happened was basically me and Sarah had went to pottery painting for her birthday like um I'd got her like a voucher to go there and she'd painted like this vase and I went into town and picked them up when they were ready because she had to leave them there so I went and picked them up in town and then I went and saw Sarah and I forgot to take them so this was me like finally getting to give her a vase that she painted I fucking dropped the thing didn't I I dropped the vase I got out my car and I had like my handbag like I had my handbag and then I had the bag with the vase in it and I was like looking in my handbag for the mask and then like I don't even know what happened but my hand just let go and the vase, the vase just dropped and I literally just heard it shatter and I phoned Sarah and I was like oh my god Sarah like I can't believe what I've just done I was like I've just dropped your vase and I just heard it shatter everywhere and she was like for fuck's sake I thought you were gonna say that you'd crashed your car she was just laughing but I felt so bad and I came home and I was like mum like you actually never believe what I did I dropped that I dropped Sarah's vase so we're gonna need to go back we need to remake the vase but then we also have a couple of other things that we want to make so Sarah I do apologize for dropping your vase I'm so sorry I'm so clumsy and I feel like that vase was just cursed from like from the minute I picked it up, to be honest. But we will go back. It's so therapeutic that pottery painting. If you've never been, I highly recommend. If you're stressed with uni, take a day out and go to the pottery painting. It's so so therapeutic. On Friday, I met Elise for a catch up. We went for a TGI's, which they finally have chicken fingers back on the menu. If you know, you know they're so good the chicken fingers, and they took them off the menu during COVID and they're back so I was pretty happy about that and I got to see Elise for a wee catch up which was nice and then on Friday night I went to the football with my brother and my dad's friend and his wee girl we went to the football which was so nice as well to like see her like she's so fun she's like she's just at like such a fun age where like she's so chatty and just asks so many questions and yeah on Saturday I convinced my brother to take me to the gym so we went to his gym which was like a bodybuilder gym and I'm not gonna lie I was a wee bit scared because my brother really knows what he's doing in the gym and he's quite he's actually a tank so when he was like please make sure that you eat because you're actually gonna die so I went to the gym with him I didn't die um we did a leg day which was actually quite fun like I actually quite enjoyed it and I quite enjoyed his gym as well like there was just people like videoing themselves and stuff and I was like I feel like I fit in here because at my gym that I go to like everyone just like keeps to themselves whereas people were just cutting about with like actual cameras like videoing their workouts and I was like this this is a bit of me like we all know how much I love my social media so I was like this is a bit of me in here just had to take a wee pause for a drink of water there man I actually just didn't stop didn't stop speaking there didn't stop for a breather at all for like eight minutes and then Sunday I got up and I went to the gym by myself which 
well done patting the back to me because we all know how I feel about going to the gym by myself and then obviously like I stuck my taste and that all went away and that's like when shit hit the fan at the start of the week but now we're at we're on Wednesday I've just started looking at my stuff for going to London because I really need to pack and get sorted for that but I'm currently looking at what I've got to take and I've got four coats for a three-day trip so we're going to need to do something about that. I'm going to need to cut back on what I'm taking. Do you know that way you kind of just panic and like put together like a couple of outfits and then I'm, I don't know how I've ended up with four coats but we'll sort it out. It'll be fine. We'll sort it. I'm so looking forward to going down to London and seeing Christy and just like spending some time with her, chilling in the flat and like seeing Robbie as well and spending some time with him. Like I'm just so excited. It's going to be such a fun weekend. So yeah, that's me updated you on my life and everything that's going on right now. And in today's episode, I thought, I feel like this is maybe quite fitting to my life right now and quite fitting to a lot of people's lives, especially with like the new year coming in. I feel like a lot of people tend to try and work on stuff like this. So today I thought we would cover like changing your mindset and like perspective on life. Sounds quite deep but one thing that I always get from people which actually like I've decided I don't like this term is like people always say to me like one you always you look like you've got your life so put together and two like you look like that girl. I'm actually holding up quotation marks as I'm saying it because I really, I don't know why, I've just decided that I don't actually like that term because I've come to, I feel like every single person, like whether you make out to be the most perfect person on social media and everything, and I feel like that's where the whole that girl comes from is what people see on social media and what people perceive of you on social media. You choose what you put on social media and how you want to be perceived, but Obviously, everyone has their own issues. Everyone has something that they're dealing with. So I feel like saying like someone's like that girl and like giving this idea of like this perfect person is just not, it's not true. It's not real because nobody is perfect. A wee bit Hannah Montana in there. Everyone has like their stuff that they're dealing with. Everyone has their wee issues that they're dealing with and like stuff that like they just don't talk about so I feel like saying that someone's like that girl judging them as being like a perfect person is just not realistic so rather than calling someone like that girl I would rather just be like oh they're trying to be like the best version of themselves instead which I feel like that's a better way of saying it than being like that girl not to say that like I don't work hard on like myself and trying to make myself like the best version of me and the best version of me that I can be And it's something that I have worked hard on the past couple of years and just becoming like at one with like my thoughts and feelings, like my perspective on life. I feel like maybe we'll get a bit deep. I also feel like some of the stuff I might talk about might be a bit cringe. So if you're going to say this is cringe, then I I genuinely don't care because like I've heard it all before. Like I literally am sitting doing a podcast right now. So obviously people are going to call you cringe for doing stuff like that. But so I would probably say that one of the biggest things that has like helped me to come to terms with a lot of my thoughts and just come to terms with a lot of the ways that I'm feeling and make sense of the way that I'm feeling it has been through like journaling now journaling for me is something that I've literally done like my whole life but more like obviously when I was younger like I wrote in like a diary and I was like dear diary today I did this today I fancied this person some of my diaries from when I'm younger are so so cringe I might I might actually flick through them one day in a podcast episode because 
they are actually quite funny like 14 year old me being talking about how I'm so in love with people like how can you love someone so much it hurts and stuff like this like sorry like you don't even know what real like what love actually is at 14. I feel like I've always like wrote how I'm feeling and stuff down it's just something that I've always done I don't know if it's because I used to love like programs like Angus Songs and Perfect Snoggin Tracy Beaker like stuff like that when I was younger and they used to always write in their diaries that I have now started doing like I've just always done that as I've got older the diaries have got like a bit deeper and turned more into like a journal type form where I've actually wrote about like my thoughts and try to make sense of like the way that I'm feeling. They're such a good thing to do because if you think about it, you have so many thoughts go through your head a day. It's honestly something crazy, like thousands of thoughts you have a day. Half the time you don't even know that you're thinking about it. Like I am probably thinking about so much stuff right now that I am not even aware that I'm thinking about. Seems to just make sense of like some of the heavier thoughts that are in your mind. Taking a step back, writing everything down that you're feeling, why you think you're feeling like that. Look at it and be like, well, maybe you were over-exaggerating this one. Maybe you were overthinking this one. This one, fair enough. Like, this is why you're feeling like this. You've kind of understood why you're feeling like that and how you can change that. I feel like for me, I'm not very good at, like, expressing myself in words. Like, I'm not very good talking to people about how I feel. But if you ask me to, like, write a big book about how I feel, I could literally do no bother for you. So for me, it's just one way to get like what's going on in my brain onto paper and just for me, like it just helps me make sense of how I'm feeling and also see to just put everything that you're feeling on paper and then just to close that notebook over and you almost like forget about it because you've wrote it all down, you've got it out your head and you've forgot about it. It's such a nice feeling. When it comes to journaling, like, I feel like a lot of people have this thing where it's like, you need to do it, like, every single day. I don't feel the need to journal every single day. I literally just, like, will sit down, like, maybe every couple of days and just write about, like, how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling like this or, like, what happened that day and how that made me feel if it's been like a bad day and why I feel like that. Obviously journaling is different for everyone but I feel like it's such a good thing to get into just to be like more at one with how you're feeling and like just to actually see it dead in front of you and you can kind of be like oh maybe I was overthinking that one or maybe I was being a bit dramatic about that one rather than like just having it working away in your brain you can just visualize it in front of you which is very helpful at times. Another thing that I've been doing I kind of started at the end of last year where I would just write them on my phone and then this year I've started writing them in my journal. Every day before I go to my bed, I will write down like one good thing that happened that day. It doesn't have to be like anything major. It can literally be like you served like a good customer and work. But see you just doing that before you go to bed. I feel like as humans, like especially right now in the situation that we are in, we all tend to like dwell on the negatives and we're all, I feel like we're all just becoming like quite negative people. And I feel like a lot of people have just developed this like negative mindset where like everything's like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Or like, oh, like this happened to me and it was so bad. One good example, I think, to compare it to is like if you're driving a car and like you stole your car, like automatically you start panicking and you start thinking, oh my God, I've stolen my car. Uh, I need to quickly restart my car and you start fumbling and then you restart your car and then you'll maybe go again and then your car will stall again because you're panicking. And then like, like maybe like three or four things will happen after that and you're like, oh my God, like that was so bad. Like, all because you stalled your car. So one bad thing created a knock-on effect of so many other bad things happening. 
Whereas if you looked at that situation differently and thought, I've just stole my car. Do you know what? Everyone stills their car. It's really not the end of, end of the world. Start your car up again. Off you go. You forget about it. So just looking at things in a different perspective, rather than dwelling on a negative thing that's happened in your day, because I feel like maybe if like one bad thing's happened in your day and you really dwell on that, the likelihood is a couple of other bad things are going to happen that day because you're allowing them to happen. You're allowing that negativity into your life. This is where like I'm talking about like that. I get quite deep and like it could come across as being quite cringe. Whereas if you look at things positively and be like, oh, that one we think happens today, but I'm not going to let it ruin my day. And instead you focus on something positive that happened. More positive things are probably going to happen in your day because you've not let the negative thing bring you down. So for me, writing one positive thing at the end of my day lets me go to bed with like a clear mind rather than going to bed with loads of negative thoughts and just like feeling like a bit down and shitty. So it's all just about like doing like little simple things to just change your mindset. And I mean, it really doesn't take that long to write down like one good thing that happened. Do it in your notes on your phone. Like that's literally what I used to do. Do it in my notes on my phone. And just like before I went to my bed, write it down, put my phone down and go to sleep. And then like you just wake up feeling like so much better. Like when you're trying to change your mindset, you're the only person who can change your mindset. If you want to achieve a goal in your life, you're the only person who can achieve that goal and you're the only person who can break down that goal and say like, this is what I've got to do to achieve this goal. And no, like realistically, like nobody else is going to do that for you. If you want something, you have to go out and get it and you have to put a plan in action to go out and get that. I know a lot of people now are really into like manifesting stuff into their life. But I suppose in a way, when you manifest something into your life, you're putting a plan in place of how you're going to do that. You set up little goals for yourself where you're like, this is how I'm going to get to the end goal. And you think about those goals, you go, you strive to achieve those goals every day. And nobody else can do them for you. It's only you who can do that for yourself. And that's like, I would say that's probably the biggest part about changing your mindset is realising that nobody else is going to do it for you. You have to actually take a step up and do it for yourself and make these changes and make these little small changes to your life to become a better person and to become the person that you want to be. It's not going to be easy and there's obviously going to be days where you find it really challenging and really difficult writing down like all the challenges that you go through because see when you've achieved that goal you can look back on that and reflect and be like this is how I did that, this is how I changed my mindset to get to where I am today. I really hope that this episode has made sense. Every time I sit down and record an episode, it's like, I know what I'm trying to say in my head, but like, I don't know if it's coming across right. It's such a big topic and I feel like there is a lot that I would like to talk about more. Changing your mindset and stuff is not something that happens overnight and I feel like there is quite a process to it and there's a lot of things that you can do and a lot of things that I am still learning. But it's just about reminding yourself that like, there's always good that can come out of a day and there's always something positive that can come out of your day. And it's just about deciding whether you're going to like focus on the negative or the positive in your day. So I feel like I'm going to end this episode here. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.